Welcome to the only show dedicated to a new way of delivering healthcare. This new model has no name, but let's go ahead and call it direct contracting or digital first care. The new way centers on opting out of the games bigs play with their rigged dice, their crooked game board, and their purchased referees. And if you're looking for a future where everyone wins, that's the doc, the consumer, the employer, and with assured amazing outcomes and measurably lower costs that are ranging up to 60%, you're in the right place. I'm Ron Barshop, your host. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the new healthcare economy. Direct contracting is any healthcare where any of the following three middles are eliminated. Insurers, PBMs, pharmacy benefit managers, and or brokers. Last week, I saw my PCP, a therapist, and a specialist. All three were paid their cash rate, yet each also billed a code to the visit. I asked why, and they said they had to. Well, they actually didn't because you're billing codes to get paid, and they were paid in cash before I left. So they were paid the second the visit ended. So there was no biller, no coder, no collector, no pre-auth required, no referral coordinator. Technically, I didn't even need to check in because I didn't have any paperwork to fill out. It had all been filled out virtually. And I didn't have a copay on the back end, so there was no checkout. And the PCP had a triage nurse to cuff me and weigh me, but there was no way to get their funds. So all of these workers at your friendly local clinic are handling money, not care. And it's funny, they're all called medical assistants, but they're really financial assistants. The point is that all of this waste was eliminated by paying cash and going direct. All the staff, all the time, all the cost. Yet their training is so ingrained that these three providers still code. It's expected and ingrained. It's silly, I say. So I direct contracted with all three. I paid their cash rates. I got an hour with all three. No rushing, no factory medicine vibe. By the way, my all-in cost for all three was half what I used to pay monthly when I worked with Abuka. And I would have paid premium plus my unmet deductible. So think about that. I would have paid the five or six or $700 premium that is the employee responsibility. Plus I didn't meet my deductible yet. So I had to pay the cost of what I paid anyway. So this is the only time I can remember my entire adult life. I've had to see three providers in one week. I rarely see one a month. So one of my guests, Clinton Phillips, who will be on our show next week of Medici has 13 million virtual primary care patients that employers pay for. He has one in three Fortune 1000s uh, as clients at Medici. We'll revisit him in a week and find out what that number looks like now. That is more than 13 million. Jamie Dorsett, who's the CEO of Primus Health, has 11 million primary care patients. So 11 plus 13 adds up to about 24, 25 million patients that just these two guys are experiencing what I did last week. No paperwork unless it's a first visit, usually. No waiting, hour-long visits. And their cost as a patient was zero. The employer pays all. The tests, imaging, and labs likely are too, but that will vary wildly and widely by employers. Smart employers will also direct contract with these three parties too. So the cost should be absorbed as it can be negotiated at 40 to 80% lower pricing than using, say, a traditional PBM or going through traditional imaging centers that are usually owned by hospital systems, even though independents are half to a third the cost and we usually right down the street. So self-insured employers like those kind of numbers and should be direct contracting with all areas of the ecosystem 
Well, this is what I call next-gen healthcare. Direct contracts are elegant for consumers. And I use that word because I no longer feel like a patient, which makes me feel like a number. I've got an hour, as I said. It's VIP care with direct contracts. And each of those 25 million patients, in my own experience, each started with digital first care, my cell phone. So no forms or clipboards, no driving and waiting, unless it's a first visit, as I said. So again, elegant for the consumer. It's also elegant for the provider. Few, if any, are going to burn out with nearly zero EHR, zero billing, no chargebacks, no pre-authorizations, no stupid tests or labs had to be ordered, and they weren't rushed. They got an hour too. Pinch me. The payer was the big winner because I've been direct contracting for my team for three years. And as the payer of the premium for my company, Healthcare, my turnover has been zero for three years. Three years, I've lost no one except people who wanted to. My recruiting has been just short of amazing. I used to have to interview 60 people to find four slots. And last year I had four openings and we stopped interviews at the fourth candidate. That's never happened in 35 years of my career as a CEO. But well for free healthcare day one, who doesn't want that deal? So my people are taking way fewer sick days because with telehealth built into this digital first click care, they eliminate 85% of office visits. The statistics are telling my company for them and their kids. And almost all my team are single mothers who used to need a half a day just to go see one of these Medicaid docs and to feel like a number and get eight to 15 minutes just to get a silly script for kids ear infection or strep throat or pink eye that the mom could diagnose. And here's what we know so far. Providers, patients, consumers, and payers all won in what I've described. That should be the triple aim, but the actual triple aim that was put together about 20 years ago was adding cost and population health to the puzzle of happy patient, don't call them consumers. Well, we're way past the triple aim, so let me explain. Most in healthcare would say the triple aim is impossible to have that happy patient, good population health at a low cost, those three things. You can get two of the three, but you're gonna to have to give up one. And now somebody else threw in a quadruple aim and said, well, there should be a doctor happy in there now. And I'm saying the fifth part of the quintuple aim should be now of the quadruple should go to quintuple should be a payer, the employer or the uh, individual that's making the payment. So they say you can only get two out of five yet direct contracting not only has happy doc, happy consumer, happy payer, but lower costs and better outcomes. Those that use direct care have 30 to 60% lower medication use, less stays in hospitals, shorter stays in hospitals, 30 to 60% fewer ER visits, less imaging, specialist visits and procedures. And their health is improved with a regular doctor that they can now see 24 seven and contact basically anytime they need. So this is the key. It should be called the five aims, not the three aims because not two out of five were met for 25 million but all five were met for all those 25 million I've talked about. And I haven't even mentioned to you Paladina Health, Nextera Health, Crossover Health, 98.6. Green Imaging and Sano, who will be on our show in again a couple of weeks. These are all people that have been on my guests, and there's dozens more I haven't talked to. Maybe three to five million patients more than the 25 million that we should be able to add to this headcount. Now, the Direct Primary Care Coalition will tell you that there's only 500,000 people dealing directly with their primary care doctor, but they're not widening the definition to include any employer-paid primary care, which um, is not really in their calculus. So again, we're not at 25 million, we're way past 25 million, and we're closing in on probably 28 to 30 million Americans that have opted out of this 
factory medicine machine. There's 140 million working for self-insured employers in America. So we're talking about over 20% are in this movement with no name. So why isn't everybody switching to direct contracting if it's so hot, so cool? Well, they will. I think inertia is the reason why most people that sell to them say they're not jumping aboard the bandwagon, why they're not in this movement. But I've had two guests on this show who were early pioneers in opting out like I was in Texas. Cole Johnson in episode 23 laughed when I asked if he'd go back to big insurers again. Charlie Cano did the same thing in episode 73. He's the local cable provider in East Texas and Cole is the top 10 national drywaller. Both were pioneers in Arizona and Texas respectively as I was three years ago. But the bar is so low to improve these five aims that it doesn't take much. So what is happening here is nothing short of a simple opt-out revolution. No other show in the podcast universe is talking about this, folks, as I said at the top of the show. And no other show is introducing you to the CEOs and medical directors of these players. Most are giving their personal emails out even, so you're getting insider stuff. So why are we seeing more of this revolutionary idea and talking about it? Well, you're gonna. Two companies went public last year that are both direct contracting hybrids. A hybrid is somebody who bills insurance and sees patients who pay a monthly subscription fee, which sucks as a doctor because now not only are you coding at night, but you're also taking telehealth calls. Not to mention their licenses at risk, as I said earlier. So docs are violating these two laws and these hybrid models. And I'm putting links in my show notes that you'll find uh, that will list, show you how to get to these two laws that people are violating that are in hybrid. Okay, this is a short show, but let's tie this in a bow. If you're not doing this, start doing this. It's going to simplify your life. Even if you're with an employer paid plan, you can opt out and go directly with uh, companies like Redirect Health and Sidera. You'll save a lot of money and a lot of aggravation. As a doctor, as a patient, as an employer, we all should be drive, dropping in on this bandwagon and you'll find that you'll never go back to the sick care factory medicine world again. This is just plain smart. It's the next gen of what has to happen if America wants to eliminate divisions between white and blue collar, have and have nots. This treehouse of care today is only for the top 10 to 20% that can afford the deductibles, co-pays and premiums, which 70 to 80% of Americans cannot afford all three of those. But with this movement, everybody's treated like a VIP, a doc worker and a CEO are treated equally. And think about this as an economic stimulus of the highest order. Every employee just got a $500 a month raise because premiums and deductibles vanished. $400 a month on average, that's a new home. That's a credit card payoff. That's a first true vacation for people that have never had one. That's a nicer school district for their kids. So direct contracting is mom and apple pie and sugar and spice and everything nice. It's a no brainer for the hero of this story and that hero is we, the employer. We are the answer to what ails this country, what Warren Buffett calls the tapeworm, this healthcare suck on the economy. What Jeff Bezos predicted was that the era of the middles is over. And that's exactly what's happening in this direct contracting is we're getting rid of the middles that are the administrative waste. This is gathering steam and there's nothing that will stop it. And I say a lot, you'll see in the stuff I write and talk about that I live in a future where we all win. You get it now? We all win. Please join me. Thank you for listening. You want to shake things up? There's two things you can do for us. One, go to primarycarecures.com for show notes and links to our guests. And number two, help us spotlight what's working in primary care by listening on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribing and leave us a review. It helps our megaphone more than you know. Until next episode.